You are listening to the weekly podcast from Journey Christian Church. For more information about Journey, please check out our website at journeychristian.com. We are a community of fully devoted disciples of Jesus who reach out to love our neighbors, serve the hurting, and develop leaders for ministry. Welcome and good morning. I hope you had a great Christmas with friends and family, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today for this special online-only New Year's Eve service. And on behalf of myself, my family, and all of Journey Christian Church, let me wish you and your family a Happy New Year. So here's what we have in store for you today. I'm gonna begin with sharing a message that I hope and pray will bless and encourage you. And then after that, we're gonna have a special guest join us and together we'll count down the top five God moments of 2023 here at Journey Christian Church. And then we'll end with communion. Sound good? I um, I actually, I can't hear you. You may need to turn your volume up. I don't know if it's on your end or my end, but either way, don't worry about it. Um, We'll just dive in. For those confused, that was just a, a bit. Don't even worry about it. Um, So we're going to dive into the message. It's crazy to think all that God did in 2023. It's crazy to think that it's in our rear view mirror in 2024 is already here. And I can't wait to see what God has in store for us in 2024. But before we get to 2024, let's just glance back at 2023. The first thing we want to do as we head into the new year is we want to thank God for all of his blessings in 2023. Now, I understand for some of us, maybe 2023 may not have been a great year. Yet, even in the midst of struggles, there's still plenty of reasons to express our gratitude to God. It reminds me of what Habakkuk said in Habakkuk 3, 17, 18, and 19. He said this, though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me feel like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. And I I love that. It's such a great reminder that even in the midst of a challenging season, we can still find something and plenty of things to thank God for. Reminds me of... Uh, saying that William Ward sums up pretty good. He says, feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. And so as we enter 2024, we want to express our gratitude to God for all that he did in 2023. And church, this is what I know, that when I look back at 2023 and I think of everything that I'm grateful for, and when I write my gratitude list, you need to know that you're one of the things that's at the top that I absolutely am so grateful for all that God is doing in and through you. And it's been an amazing year and I love being your pastor. And so the first thing we wanna do as we head into the new year is we wanna thank God. The second thing we wanna do as we enter 2024 is we wanna repent of our sins from 2023. Now, I'm not a betting man, but if I were, I bet a lot of money that you made at least one mistake in 2023. And my goal and God's goal is not to shame you over that mistake. It's actually the opposite. God's goal is exactly the opposite of that. He longs to forgive you. 
But there is a process to receive forgiveness. It's not a long process, but it does involve you. All you have to do is confess your sin to God and repent. This is what 1 John 1, 9 says. It says, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. You see, God wants us to repent because he's so quick to forgive. God has no desire for you to bring your 2023 baggage into 2024. But we don't just leave our sin in 2023. We leave it at the foot of the cross. Listen to the heartbeat of God. And Lamentation says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I love that. His mercies are new every day. His mercies are new every week. His mercies are new every month and every year. In 2024, God has new mercies waiting for you. We don't have to live off of 2023's mercies. And as we head into 2024, we wanna thank God for all he did in 2023. We wanna repent for our sins and mistakes from 2023. And then the third and last thing I wanna encourage us is to make the most of 2024. You see, I believe God has so much in store for you in 2024. I think God's given each of us so much. We have so much time, so much energy, so much money, words, talents, and skills. And our job is to make the most of every gift God has given us. That's called stewardship. And in 2024, I challenge you to make a small tweak in just one area of your life. Not, not a massive jump, so many of us make New Year's resolutions and it's just a massive jump, just a, a small tweak. Someone once said small tweaks lead to giant peaks. I like that. It kind of reminds me of this illustration. There was a time that I was running. It was one of the most intense workouts I have ever had. I was on a treadmill longer than I'd ever been on a treadmill. It must've been six, I don't know, maybe seven minutes and I was exhausted. I was worn out. And so I went and I went and grabbed a Gatorade and I was just, I just, man, I thought I was gonna pass out. So I take the Gatorade and I go to drink it just like that, nothing. And I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm sweating. And all I want is for my thirst to be quenched and I keep squeezing it and nothing is coming out of it. And because I have uh, pretty much did a marathon, you know, I ran six or seven minutes straight. I wasn't thinking clearly. And because I wasn't thinking clearly, I, I didn't understand what I was doing wrong. And then it finally hit me. I, I started to twist off the top and I, I realized that there was this seal. And all I had to do was remove this seal and then put the lid back on. There it works. And now I'm ready for my next marathon. You see this seal, wasn't really big. I mean, it's really small in the grand scheme of things of this whole Gatorade bottle, but it was the same small thing that was stopping me from enjoying such a great product. And, and that's why I say small tweaks can take us to giant peaks. I think there are some seals that are in our life that we just need to find and remove. It'll make life less stressful. It'll bless you. It'll quench your soul more than ever. And so I don't, I think it's different for all of us. I don't know what yours is, but my prayer is that we would take some time to explore it. So small tweaks 
can take giant leaps. For example, I used to not be able to dunk a basketball on a 10-foot rim. But over time, small tweak after small tweak, I was able to lower the rim low enough for me to dunk. Obviously, I'm just kidding, but there are some small tweaks that can take us to giant leaps. So the question is, what tweak do you think God may be leading you toward in 2024? Is it in your marriage or in a relationship? Maybe it's in a habit that you need to kick or maybe it's your health or your finances. Maybe it's in your character or your spiritual life. Some of you are thinking, man, it's, it's all of the above. Well, let me caution you on a couple of things. Too often we make one of two mistakes. We often overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what God can do in 10. So let's not overshoot here. It reminds me of the, the parable of the donkey. You see, there's this donkey that's both hungry and thirsty. And he's in this position and 10 feet to his left, he sees this big pile of hay. And he's like, okay, that can satisfy me. But then to his right, he sees this entire uh, pool of water. He says, okay, I have water 10 feet away from me there. I have hay uh, 10 feet away from me there. But his mind can't decide which to take first. And so right where he's standing is where he dies because he couldn't make a decision. And here's, here's the point, here's the lesson. You can do almost anything you want in life, but you can't do it all at the same time. You see, there's an old saying that if you chase two rabbits, you'll catch none. And that's my prayer for us is that we go after one rabbit and see what God has in store. And for those of you keeping track at home, that's two animal references in one message. So apparently I'm really into animals right now. And a special shout out to all my animal lovers out there as well. I believe this with all my heart, church. I believe that God wants to do something fresh and new in you and through you in 2024. This is the words from Isaiah. Listen to this. It says, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So my question to you is this. What is the new thing God's calling you to in 2024? I don't know what it is for you, but as I think about this question, I'm reminded of the words of Henry Blackaby. He said this, he said, a servant is one who finds out what his master wants him to do and then does it. So my question again is, what do you think the master is calling you toward in 2024? What's God calling you to do? What's he calling you to say or to start or to stop? Maybe to pick up? or to put down. I want you to try to do an exercise with me. Maybe you'll do it, maybe you won't, but we're gonna go for it either way. Right where you're at, I just want you to go ahead and close your eyes. Unless you're driving, keep your eyes open, but right where you're at, go ahead and close your eyes. And I want you to imagine it is one year from right now. It's December 31st, 2024. Keep, keep, keep your eyes closed and play along. What is the vision you have in your life? What does your life look like December 31st, 2024? Who is it you wanna be one year from right now? Now you go ahead and open your eyes. Whatever it is you just pictured, that's called vision. You see, some people get intimidated by the leadership term vision, but it's really simple. Let me give you a definition of vision. Vision is simply what you think could be and should be in your life. 
That's vision, what you think could be and should be. And so after we've kind of processed this and after you thought about the vision for your life, then I want you to create some action steps that will help you get from where you're at today to where you feel God's calling you to be at December 31st, 2024. Give me an example. You might have a vision to have a healthier and happier marriage. That's a great vision. I love that. December uh, 31st, 2024, you're thinking, man, I, I have a vision for a healthy and happier marriage. I think that's great. Here are some action steps that you can take to move towards that vision. One is you can talk less and listen more to your spouse. One is, is you could take the high road and apologize first. Another one is to be generous with forgiveness. And then you can just put that on loop. You can put that on repeat. Another step is to create weekly or monthly date nights or create weekly and monthly time just to communicate and get on the same page with life and calendars. You can begin praying together. There's so much power when couples pray with and for one another. You can serve together. This is a powerful time when you get to see how God uses your spouse in a special spiritual way. You could join a life group together and connect with other healthy couples that can encourage, inspire, pray for you and just have fun together. So, so those are just some examples. You have a vision of what could be and should be and then you create the action steps. But if we have a vision of what could be and should be without the action steps, it's just a dream. Someone once said a vision without a plan is just a dream. And so not only do I want you to have a dream and start with a dream of what could be and should be, that's vision, but then create the action steps to be able to say, hey, listen, I'm not gonna randomly get there. I'm gonna get there on purpose. My marriage isn't randomly gonna get better. My marriage is gonna get better on purpose in the name of Jesus. Amen, church? I'm getting excited just thinking about all God is gonna do in and through you in 2024. Now, imagine you begin 2024 thanking God for 2023, repenting for where you missed the mark in 2023, and then seeking ways to make the most of 2024 for the glory of God. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a recipe to a God-filled year. And I'm excited to see what God has in store for you and in your family and in your community. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you. We do thank you for the piles and piles of blessings that you gave us in 2023. And God, I pray for that person that, that maybe they can't see the blessings because of their struggle. God, would you just open the floodgates and show them, remind us of all that is good has come from you. And so God, we thank you for 2023. We do repent where we have missed the mark and we're not gonna take our sin, we're not gonna take the baggage into 2024, we're gonna leave it at the foot of the cross. And then God, we do come individually and collectively with a vision for what you wanna do and can do in our lives in 2024. And we ask that you help us to steward everything that you are giving us in hopes that we glorify you in every shape, way and form in 2024. So God, I pray a special blessing and favor over every single person watching or listening. God, would you draw us closer to you like never before this year? We thank you. It's in your son's holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Are there any questions? Yes, sir. Yeah, I haven't been around for a while. 
where, where is everybody? <laughs> I, yes, I apologize. What's your name? Uh, John. John, so good to have you. I do apologize today. Today is an online only service. We do not have in-person gathering. Oh, okay. And uh, because you haven't been here, you must have missed the memo, but it's good to have you. John, are there any other questions that you have that I can answer? Yeah, yeah, just what did I miss? Well, that's a, that's a great question, fair question. Sounds like you got a lot of questions. Why don't you and I sit down and we'll go over some of those. Sounds great. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, want you to meet John, who upon further review, this is Pastor John Hampton. <laughs> didn't recognize you. Well, yeah. Didn't, didn't, didn't recognize you, yeah. but Pastor John, good to see you. It was, you know, kind of like a Bigfoot sighting. We weren't sure. <laughs> so uh, it is good to have Pastor John back in the house. So thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing excellent. And for, we got a lot of people that are excited and fully on board with what's happening right now, but then we also have some confused people. Exactly. Yeah. We, we have a lot of uh, guests, a lot of new people in 2023. A lot of new people, a lot, like. a lot of new yeah, people right. yeah. to journey. And so for those that don't know, uh, Pastor John Hampton is the previous lead pastor. And at the beginning of 2023, the very first Sunday of 2023, uh, we had his send-off service. And then later on that month was my installation service. So if you're just now finding out this is my first year, that's going to explain a lot on your end. So there we go. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the, the elders and, and you talked and you were taking a year yeah. off. And, and tell us how that was. Well, it was... Um... Looking back, it was quick, uh, yeah. but uh, at, at the beginning, I thought this is gonna be a long time, but uh, I call it my gap year. Gap year. Yeah, yeah, my, my gap year from, uh, from Journey. But uh, did a lot of uh, visiting other churches, small church plants, large churches, did some preaching, different uh, places. Yep. Uh, been helping out some pastors, doing some coaching with some other pastors, part of the plan that we talked about that, that I would yep. be doing, that the elders wanted to bless me to go do. So mm. it's been good. One of the best things though, has been able to worship with Melinda. That's cool. And, and we've been able to do that uh, wherever we've gone and that's mm. been really good. And not have good. to worry about uh, what was gonna happen in the service. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just walk in, walk out. That's how you just transferred that worry and on. And go get some brunch. <laughs> go get some brunch. I like it. Well, one thing I do know that you, you did during this gap year is I think you played a lot of golf because I played golf with you and your golf game has gone, it's gone up. It's gone pretty good. Well, you become a good golfer. My last Sunday here, the, the send off, uh, you on behalf of the elders in the church, you gave me a, a new set of golf clubs uh, and a golf fitting. I, I went, did all that, got new clubs and I, I really enjoy them. I've uh, been well, playing pretty good with them. Yeah, after you've been taking me to school, uh, I regret that decision. So <laughs> um, for those that don't know, well, which would be, I haven't really shared much of this. So pretty much everybody is, Pastor John has been, um, we've stayed in contact a ton over this year and he's been in my corner, been praying for me, encouraging me. Uh, every time I've had something, I'd call him. Uh, some of you may remember if you were here at the beginning of the year, you gave me this, yeah. says, uh, it's a, a note, it's Pastor John's fault, effective date, January 2nd, 2023, expires 90 days from first usage. Did you use that? Well, I was gonna see if you can adjust the expiration date. Nope, nope, but uh, that was a one-time gig, so. Well, I appreciate if, that. If, if you didn't use that, you kind of missed the boat on that. Well, it is, good, it is good to see you, good to have you at Journey. I know so many people 
um, will be excited to see you, which brings us to some good news yeah. to be able to share. Um, I'm excited to announce that next Sunday, Pastor John Hampton will be preaching. And so it's going to be good to have you back uh, one year from the last I time. And I know, I know uh, people that know and love you will be happy to see you. And then the people that don't know you, uh, they'll be able to see why everybody else does. So excited to be able to, to have you back next Sunday. So you're not going to want to miss that. Anything you want to say about that? Well, very gracious of your invitation to ask me to come back. On the first Sunday of the year, I was a little surprised uh, that soon. But uh, thank you yeah. for, uh, for that. As I've shared with other young pastors where I've been around the country this year, it's, it's a sacred uh, trust to mm -hmm. be asked to come to uh, another lead pastor's pulpit. And I don't take that lightly and I don't do that here as well. So thanks for the invitation to do that. And it'll be fun. Well, you are welcome. And um, I'm going to be sitting right there. Oh, and wow. If things okay. go south, it'll be your last time. I'll so, tag you in. We'll take the, take, we'll let you do the first over. service and we'll see how the first service goes. Yeah, I tell you what, I'll have a message for the second. Doing three <laughs> services on a Sunday morning. I haven't done that in a long time. I was a young man when I did that before. And, and we're going to get so, there. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to we're going to get there. One of the I may questions, need to re renegotiate that. <laughs> one of the questions you asked is, 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 what did I miss? Yeah. And so what I would love to do for you and for you is I'd love to just walk through. There, there's so many things, but just kind of the top five highlights, just a quick yeah. glance yeah. at 2023, bring you up to sp speed. Uh, some of you, you weren't here all of 2023, so maybe you missed something or forgot something. So we're just going to uh, do what we talked about in the message. We're going to look back and thank God. So here are some top five God moments of 2023. 23 and really kind of in uh, chronological order. Okay. And so that's kind of what we're looking at. So you and I, we passed the baton in January. Yep. New vision coming in. And one of the things that we instilled and pretty much immediately is this idea of bring a friend Sundays. Yeah. And so we really have right now several of those. And the first one that we had was Super Bowl Sunday. So we had Super Bowl Sunday in the spring, and then we had homecoming um, in the fall, in August. And so those were really the idea, Pastor John, is so many people are like, listen, I feel like I have one bullet to invite my friend to church. Mm. And they, they get so nervous. So like, what's the message going to be on? Is it going to be on finances? Are they going to ask like, what, what, you know, there's all this anxiety and so what we tell people is, listen, bring a friend Sunday is a strategic opportunity for them to bring a friend. We have, uh, we have food afterwards. We have inflatables. It's just a fun time and then a message geared to them. And so one of the things that I've loved about you is you took that to heart. You mm -hmm. invited your friends, neighbors, coworkers, and we saw literally hundreds of new people yeah. at both Super Bowl Sunday and at homecoming. And it was absolutely incredible. And so I just want to say thank you uh, to you for leaning into that. Many of you came for the first time because of someone inviting you to Super Bowl Sunday, or maybe it was back to school homecoming weekend. And so with that said, one of the things that I want to do is just share with you a little bit. Homecoming weekend, uh, it, was, it, was, it was pretty special. Mm -hmm. We saw God move at both of these. The homecoming weekend was off this series that we were doing called Saved by the Bell. Yeah. So we kind of had this Friday night lights vibe and feel, but really looking at Luke 15, the, the story of the prodigal son coming home. One of my favorites. And so we thought, man, let's create an experience where if you wanted to give your life to Christ, come up on stage, mm -hmm. receive a necklace with a key on it, symbolizing you're always welcome home. And so um, literally that was Sunday. 
Saturday, the Saturday before, 24 hours before, I called my assistant, Don. I said, hey, Don, how many keys did we, did we get? And she said, we got uh, over 200 keys. And I said, okay, I hung up the phone and I was mad. I was like, what a waste of money. Like, <laughs> poor stewardship. I'm like, seriously, like, what are we doing with 200 keys? Like, this is, I was like, what is going on? I should have been more involved. And then blown away by the number of people that gave their lives to Christ and the number of people that got baptized. It was absolutely encouraging that day. And so we, we saw great, um, just God do great things through both of those. So one of the top five God moments is the Bring a Friend Sundays. We're gonna keep those up in 2024. And so the next one will be Super Bowl Sunday, just around the corner. Excited to see what God does in and through that as well. One of the cool things that we saw from homecoming weekend is, is I got this email from Jenna Fusco and she says this. She said, Pastor Dustin, I feel compelled to share with you the profound transformation that has taken place within me. Although identified as a Christian, my actions did not reflect a committed Christian life. I attended church only on Christmas and Easter, considering it a mere formality to fulfill my religious obligations. I had idolized meaningless things and lacked true spiritual fulfillment. I began attending journey with my father and mother-in-law. During that time, God opened my heart in countless ways. I've started reading the Bible and engaging my daughter in conversations about God. Witnessing the way she, a five-year-old, wholeheartedly embraces God's presence has been awe-inspiring. Infused with her newfound faith, my daughter began to disciple her father. I love that. Hmm. My husband, who was previously a non-believer, enthusiastically sharing stories about the Jesus in the sky and how he has brought joy and purpose to her life. She explained to my husband that despite her mistakes, Jesus loves her unconditionally. And she urged us to pray together before school, meals, and bedtime. Adorably, she starts her nighttime prayers with this. Now I lay me down the street, <laughs> which I love. Demonstrating her limited English vocabulary, but the fullness of her faith. I'm certain that Jesus understands the sincerity of her words. In a wonderful turn of events, my husband also started attending Journey, and together we recently took the step of getting baptized on August 27th, mm. homecoming weekend. Furthermore, two weeks ago, we embarked on the Rooted program. These transformative experiences have solidified our commitment to living a Christ-centered life. I am forever grateful for the positive change that Journey has brought into my life, and I wanted to take the time to express my heartfelt thanks to you and everybody at Journey. With sincere appreciation, Jenna. Jenna, I love that story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And not only is that powerful, we've heard so many stories like that. Oh, yeah. And so just, just encourage. And so that's, that's number five. That's, right. that's where we're at. We'll keep on going. Number four. Top five things that we are grateful for, God moments from 2023. Number four is this, new service time at our Apopka campus. Yeah, yeah, you, so you have three on Sunday morning now, right? Yeah, so, so I, don't know if I, I don't know if you read the fine print when you committed to speaking next yeah. Sunday. You may have thought too, we have three at Apopka. So we added the 8.30 service. We didn't have that early option. Right. So now we have 8.30, 10, and 11.30. And... Anytime you start something new, anytime you, you roll that out, you don't know. Right. You don't know how it's yeah. going to go. And I've been blown away 
by you, Journey. I've been blown away by how many people have come to the 830 to make room at 10 and 1130. Some of you, you didn't want to, but you're doing that as a service. And then others of you, uh, you just like that time slot better. Either way, it has become a successful uh, option. And I just, I'm so grateful. That has opened up seats for us to reach more and more families at 10 and 1130. And I can't thank you enough for that. It's, it's been awesome. Now, one of the things to get ready for that shift is we needed to make room because we're going from two services. We were running out of room. We had to make room, which is why we added a service. So we kind of came up with an anthem and a worship song that's called Make Room. Not only do we need to make room physically, but we need to always make room in our heart spiritually. And, and you may have missed it. You may not have been here earlier in the year, but we had a song called Make Room. That's a, a beautiful worship song, not just for that moment. It's a great worship song anytime for us to simply make room for Jesus. And with that said, I want to turn our time and let's just, let's just uh, listen. Let's participate in this worship song. And then we'll get back to our, our list. where I lay down every burden every crown this is my surrender this is my surrender here is where I lay down every lie and every doubt this is my surrender
And that uh, beautiful song, Make Room, a song that is relevant anytime. And so thank you for worshiping with us. We're going to get back to our countdown top five things. Okay. Coming in at number three is Easter. I mean, Easter's always got to make the list. It's a pinnacle to our faith, but I didn't see what God saw on Easter. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it blew me away. And one of the things that you did last year, and you kind of took a, a risk last year, you introduced this idea of, of, hey, at Easter, what if we did spontaneous baptism? What if we had a response? Yeah. And I was blown away by what God did in 2022. And so it's not broke. <laughs> Why change it? So we did the same thing. And so we, we shared the gospel and then had a, had a response time. And Easter, I just want to say again, uh, thank you to you. You did invite your friends. You did invite your neighbors. You invited your coworkers. We saw uh, over 4,200 people attend one of our Easter services. It's and amazing. we saw absolutely incredible. Yeah. And then 141 of them came forward and got baptized. And it was, spiritually speaking, it was one of the most incredible things I, I I've ever idea. seen. Logistically speaking, because I never saw it coming, it was a logistical, it was, it was so chaotic. We, we were just, it was, it was, it was. Holy chaos it, is what I called those days. It was. We literally yeah. backed up one of our services because we were baptizing people in between services because yeah. the line was so long. I mean, it was, and, and again, that goes to, to your hunger to reach this city, to your hunger to, to fully surrender. And so Easter was such a, a cool moment. Can I tell you where I was yeah. when I heard that? So Easter Sunday this year, me and my best buddy, David Vaughn, who you had speak in the fall yep. here, uh, a very generous friend of ours got us tickets to the Masters. Oh, so that's right. I was right. in Augusta, Georgia at the Masters. And when at a competitive round, you can't have your cell phone on you. There's no selfies at the Masters competitive rounds. That's right. You can't bring them in. So I was really wanting to know what happened at, mm -hmm. on Easter Sunday. And as soon as we got to the vehicle, got the car, I was able to call you and you told me. And first of all, you sounded really tired because, <laughs> because you, tired. <laughs> I could imagine it was a long day, a lot of services, but yeah. boy, I got to tell you, when you told me that number, I just wept. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I just wept tears of gratitude, just hearing that and just mm -hmm. how that blessed me to see what God did even greater than what we did uh, mm. the year before, or what he did the year before, I should say. But uh, And for those of you saying, well, Pastor John, didn't you go to church on Easter Sunday? Uh, I did go the night before. There you uh, go. Uh, with, with my buddy. So <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure, uh, you know, for A accountability gets, behind the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, Everybody gets uh, <laughs> upset about that. But uh, man, what, what, what a great Easter. That's awesome. Well, God's on a golf course. A lot of people using <laughs> his name, talking about him. So he, he's, he's on the golf course. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy for you to have that experience. I forgot that, that you and Dave were able to do that, which is really, really cool. So Easter was, was great. Now, number two, coming in at number two, serve days. Yeah. Now, Pastor John, you've known about serve days. Mm -hmm. um, it's been part of our DNA for four or five years now, and it's been incredible. But I don't know. It's just taken momentum that it's been it's been unbelievable. Yeah, right. And this year it just it just blew up. I mean, we we saw we have serve days for those of you that may be newer. We do we do this twice a year, one in the spring, one in the fall. And really these are opportunities to our, our shirts say love where you live. That's what we want to do. And so we're going to schools, we're going to um, the the fire department, police department, we're going to nursing homes, we're going to widows' homes, we're going to the elderly, we're going to anywhere and everywhere that we could serve those that just need people to serve them. And and we're seeing six, 
600 to 650 people showing up, serving 30 locations at a time. And so when you have a location with 25, 35, 40 people show up, the amount of stuff you get done in a hurry. Yeah. And it's been, it, it's been, it's become one of my favorite days of it, the year. It seems like since COVID uh, really ended over the last two years that we did serve days, I know when I was here in 2022, the spring one was big, the fall one was bigger. Yep. Your spring was bigger than the fall before, and this fall was bigger than the spring. Yep. So, I mean, it just, you seem to keep growing. Yeah, and, and for me, I think my job is to just fan the flame. Yeah. Figure out where God's moving and then remove obstacles and then just fan the flame, and that's exactly right. There is fresh momentum on that, and I think it says a lot as well as about our church, is we have a church, um, you, that are not scared to pull up their sleeves yeah. and, and work and love the person next to them. Yeah. And the community is taking notice. And so I just wanna say thank you for who you are and what you do. I love that about you, Journey. Uh, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Here, here is a, here's a, an email that I got and a little a brief story that we, this is a first that we've had okay. for Serve Day. I thought this was neat. Um, Someone that volunteered, uh, one of our journey uh, people volunteered. She said this, she said, I had a God-given rewarding time at Serve Day. It was a blessing to serve. I painted the benches, then went inside, and this is at, at her location, went inside and shared the gospel. We followed Jesus' example, Matthew 20, 28. It says, just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. With the support of the Holy Spirit, Maria and our leader, we shared the gospel and prayed over nine people, including two workers and five people accepted Jesus as their savior. Wow. And before we left, I also got to pray over the owner and that was Carol Diaz. So shout out to Carol, yeah. who just took it upon herself to love where she lived and, and boldly, Proclaim the gospel, yeah. which result in five people, which is absolutely incredible. And I, and I love that. So, that's that neat. That is so neat. Love yeah. it. Way love to go, it. Carol. So here we are, down to number one, top five God moments of the year. And this isn't one specific moment as much as it is something we saw take place all throughout the year, and that's baptisms. Hmm. We, um, Pastor John, it has been such a God-filled year. One, every Sunday of the year, we saw somebody get baptized. I would believe that. Which was um, just that in itself is, is incredible. And, and you would think after having 141 <laughs> on one day, you'd think, well, I guess we got caught up. <laughs> we, but, we, but, no, it just kept going. It kept going, that's great. So we were able to see over 400 people get baptized this year. That, that's amazing. I mean, I don't know that people appreciate that number. Uh, what was the largest number we had up until, uh, up until then? Uh, on record was like 280, something 282 like was the previous high in the 54 year history of our 282, church. 282, 282. And, that's, and we did that like last year, right. or I think. And then to see, not quite double, but almost that, that is amazing. In a year transition between lead pastors. Yeah. It, it yeah. was, um, and it's hard because I wanna talk about, you know, this was hard to, to dwindle down. There's so many powerful baptisms and I couldn't figure out how to share yeah. them all. But I do wanna share one. Uh, there's a Journey Kids volunteer. Her name's Tracy. You, you would know Tracy and okay. she volunteers and Tracy just loves so well. She's just such a loving and nurturing teacher and volunteer and leader in Journey Kids. And, um, and even though she's been limited physically and has her challenges, mm. she's never stopped that from her loving kids and pointing people to Jesus. And then this young boy named Tucker, in the fall wanted to get baptized. 
And as we're going through the, the service and, and the process of it all, um, the question was asked before the service, I should say, hey, is there anybody that you would want to be a part of this? And immediately Tucker said, Miss Tracy. Miss mm. Tracy is the one that's helped me every step of the way. She's my Journey Kids leader. Yeah. And so Tracy helped be a part of Tucker's baptism. And I, I can kind of talk about it, but it's better if we show it, because it was just so powerful. Right. Check this out. Okay. This is Tucker. <laughs> Tucker's excited about being baptized this morning. And uh, he has Tracy uh, forget in here that has, has uh, been his Bible school teacher for five, Two years. Three, how many? Two years, okay. And so uh, they are, have a special connection and special bond. And so um, I'm going to ask, ask you just repeat after me. I believe. I believe. That Jesus is the Christ. That Jesus is the Christ. The Son of God. The Son of God. And I take him. And I take him. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. So, so Tucker. We're going to baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Put your hand over your nose. There you go. Right. Ready? Death, and burial, and resurrection. <laughs> wow, what a powerful story. And that, 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 is, that is really cool. And that's everything you want to see, right? A children's someone who's volunteering in children's ministry, having that kind of impact, because people just don't understand yep. the, uh, the influence that you can have. And that's why we want people and ask people to yes. connect with children's ministry. Yeah, making a huge difference. Tracy, want to just thank you for the way you love, the way you lead, and obviously God's using you, and Tucker, so proud of you, and just so many countless stories just like that, over 400 baptisms of people saying yes, to Jesus in 2023. And uh, uh, I think God's just getting started in your lives as well. And so um, just grateful. So those are those are top five God moments of 2023. And obviously that's just a glimpse. So much more has happened. So many departments, so many different things, so many stories, but to condense it, uh, that's where we're at. And uh, before we sign off, just have a couple things for you I wanna share. And then Pastor John's gonna lead us in a time of communion. So uh, for those of you asking or wondering about an offering or a year in giving, uh, for those of you watching live December 31st, it is, um, you still do have an opportunity to get your year in gift uh, in by December 31st. The easiest way by far is to do that online at journeychristian.com backslash give. For those looking to get that year in gift in for tax purposes, go ahead and do that. Um, and for everybody else just looking to give, you can see one of the ways on the screen to do so. And we just wanna say thank you for your generosity. Obviously God is using it. We just explained all the ways that God is using you and your gift to make an eternal impact. And so we're excited and Grateful for that as well. And then the second thing I want to share is just a reminder, Pastor John, one, it's good to have you today. Thank you. But two, excited. Next week, next Sunday, he's going to be at Journey preaching. And so you're going to want to be there, excited to have him back. And uh, it's going to be a good day. And with that said, I'll turn it over to you for uh, communion.
Thank you, Pastor Dustin. Looking forward to, to sharing with you next Sunday as well. You know, when we come to the end of the year, there's a couple thoughts that uh, I remember a lot. And one is a Bible verse and one is a little poem. I'll share both right now. So when Jesus was uh, uh, placed on the cross, Pilate, the Roman governor, put a sign ab above the cross that said, this is Jesus, King of the Jews. And the Jewish leaders came and they were upset about that. They said, take that sign down mm. and say he claimed to be the King of the Jews. And Pilate said these words, what I have written, I've written. Yeah. And as I look back on any year that comes to a close, there's a truth to that, right? Mm. What, what I've written, I've written. I, I, I can't go back into the year and I can't do anything about it. Uh, maybe some things I, that were written were good. Maybe some were embarrassed, ashamed about. But what I've written, I've written. Mm. But here's the other little verse that a buddy of mine taught me many years ago. It says, though you can't go back and make a new start, my friend, you can start right now and make a brand new end. And I think that's the power of the gospel. Yeah. We, we can't go back. What we've written, we've written. We can't make a new start. But anyone can start right now and make a brand new end. That's good. And that's what communion reminds us mm. of every time we partake. Whenever we take the bread, we're just reminded that Jesus gave his body. Mm. He gave himself up for us completely. And so we take this little piece of bread and we eat it as he asks us to do. And then we take a little cup of juice and it just reminds us that Jesus poured out his blood because without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. And in this symbolic little cup of juice, we're reminded that Jesus cleanses us no matter what we've written and he makes us a new creation in him. And we can always be thankful for that. So let's take the cup now. So, Father, we do thank you for uh, this year. I especially thank you for the exciting year that you just blessed Journey with in so many ways, in ways we just barely touched on today. And so many uh, stories, uh, so many new names written down uh, because of the work of Journey Apopka and Journey Lake County. And we're just so grateful, uh, Lord, for everybody. I, I'm so grateful for my dear, dear friend, Pastor Dustin and his leadership this year and the many people that work with him and support him. Lord, for our elders, for our volunteers, just in so many ways, we've seen you pour out so many good things. And it makes us even more excited for what's going to happen in 2024 and the years to come. And we thank you for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for leading that. That was good. Thank you. Well, it, it was a good day. Grateful for you to join us for our special New Year's Eve online service. So glad that you're here today and want to wish you a happy new year and we'll see you next Sunday. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the weekly podcast from Jordy Christian Church. If this message was a blessing to you, be sure to click the follow button and share it with your family and friends. For more information about Journey Christian Church, please go to journeychristian.com.